0: So, a supermassive black hole at the center of a distant galaxy has gone missing. Now, we can write our own jokes, and (laughs) I mean, I already have. But the bright cluster galaxy, A2261-BCG, appears to have lost its black hole, and some scientists think it could now be floating through space. And it could be the first ever example of a recoiling black hole. That means it's just sent away. Somewhere far away. Floating through space. Oh look. There's a giant black hole. Now they're not sure about these recoiling black holes. But they believe that you know this black hole is missing. They don't know if it's hiding. They don't know if it got kicked out of this particular galaxy. They don't know if it's A black hole looking to collide with another black hole which i don't think would be pretty there's other jokes you could go with that as well so supermassive black holes have never been observed merging so finding evidence of this would be (laughs) i mean groundbreaking so scientists uh NASA and the European Space Agency are going to focus more research on this galactic mystery of the recoiling black holes and the missing black hole from the bright cluster galaxy A2261-BCG. Look out. Look out. I don't think any of us want to be a part of all of a sudden a black hole showing up or... All of a sudden, two black holes colliding. I don't think that sounds like a good idea. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. I mean, space news is... I've got a, a ton of space news. We might as well get to it. So, a space discovery. Uh, they've discovered an FM radio signal found coming from a Jupiter moon. I don't know what station it is. <laughs> According to one of NASA's ambassadors to Utah, it's more of a natural function. So Juno uh, was uh, the spacecraft orbiting Jupiter is what discovered the FM signal coming from the moon Ganymed G-A-N-Y-M-E-D-E. They believe that uh, it's not E.T. It's called a... Decametric radio emission. I know. <laughs> I mean, that does not sound like something you want to have, but it does happen in space, the decometric radio emission. So, according to Britannica, uh, Jupiter's radio emissions were discovered in 1955, and over the last 66 years, more and more discoveries have been made about how the signals work. So I guess it's uh, part of the electromagnetic radiation from Jupiter and it's how the Jupiter's gravity and magnetic fields, atmospheric dynamics and composition and evolution. Sure. Sure. Okay. I'm with you all the way. So that's why you get, uh, you know, FM radio coming from the Jupiter moon Ganymed. We have more discoveries. Astronomers have found what they're calling a cosmic superhighway for fast travel through the solar system, which I'm a fan of, right? I mean, that's what we've been talking about. We need a way to travel through space that doesn't take literally forever, uh, you know, or multiple lifetimes. So according to these astronomers, they have found um, these space superhighway network these gravitational interactions in the solar system. So they enable fast travel of objects through space and hopefully could be harnessed for our own space exploration. Now, when you think about fast space travel, they're not talking about begin and now you're there, all right? But it is a, according to, you know, astronomers, a true celestial autobahn. All right, so it can transport objects. Normally it takes... Hundreds of thousands to millions of years uh, to move. According to this, objects from Jupiter to Neptune can be there in a matter of decades instead of, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of years. That's uh, kind of cool because, I mean, it does kind of mean that if those exist, these superhighways, if we can, you know, somehow lock into these pathways then we can travel in space at much faster time periods right which would be uh really cool really cool now we know according to the former israeli space security chief that extraterrestrials exist uh the galactic federation on mars and they're waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are now a harvard professor says an alien has already visited visited they're already here and more are coming he believes that uh you know remember the he's got a book coming out and i may have to try to talk to him here on chewing the fat it's called extraterrestrial the first sign of intelligent life beyond earth comes out at the end of this month january 2021 and he talked about uh, the object in question traveled toward our solar system from the direction of vega Uh, which is a nearby star 25 light years away and intercepted by our solar system's orbital plane right back in 2017. Remember the looked like a cigar and we were making jokes about uh, how it looked similar to the spaceship in Independence Day, that kind of thing. Well, uh, the trajectory brought it closest to the sun, but then it blasted, you know, at about 58,900 miles an hour past Venus, and then shot past Earth before moving swiftly toward the constellation Pegasus and the blackness, of course, beyond. Now, it shouldn't have done that, right? Remember the uh, Nomama? That's not how you say it. It was called uh, Omua Amua, which is Hawaiian for scout. Uh, it was about 100 yards long. It's a big deal. They all loved it. You remember the picture, and if you don't, you can look it up. Remember it's uh, It's uh, titled uh, Oumuamua (laughs) I know That's how it's pronounced Okay Oumuamua And that was the That was the object It's Hawaiian for scout So we know that that exists And he believes that that was already An uh, an alien uh, You know an alien ship or an alien debris, right? That's what he believes. He believes that it was just uh, alien debris, and we've been getting that, you know, on and off forever. And uh, I'd be fascinated to see what other objects he believes were, you know, space trash. I mean, he believes that what would happen if a caveman saw a cell phone? He's seen rocks all his life, and he would have thought it was just a shiny rock. I don't know. I don't know. Now we did have uh, UFO sighting over the Hawaiian island of Oahu at the uh, well, it was the end of 2020, the first part of 2021, where there's video evidence of these this object flying over the water, and you hear the people like, "Hey, come up, come up! Here it is. Look at it, it's going so fast!" And then it dives into the water, just boom, right into the ocean. Now it was larger than a telephone pole. Uh, they followed it for about a mile And then it just dropped into the ocean And incredible right? Now I, I mean They say there's no information about the object An FAA spokesperson Said the agency received report from police About the possible plane in the area But they had no aircraft disappear Off radars No reports of overdue or missing Aircrafts No accidents, nothing like that So they're not sure what it is But now they say Oh, you know what, it's, gosh darn it, that bright blue UFO zoom over Hawaii and eyewitness video, yeah, you know, it's probably just a runaway LED kite, oh, okay, so, I mean, we haven't found it yet, no, of course not, and it'll probably be, you know, we'll find it when it washes the shore, okay. No problem. And certainly we don't have a possibility of planes crashing and we don't have any reports of that. So, sure, it's an LED kite that ran away from the person who was holding it. Right. Now, don't forget also, in anticipation of the government's official uh, UFO report, coming uh, in less than six months now, thanks to the COVID-19 omnibus bill, uh, you can download all of the public publicly available CIA documentation on UFOs. The Black Vault, a clearinghouse for declassified documents, has released a downloadable document archive filled with PDFs containing CIA files on unidentified aerial phenomenon. Of course, that's what the government prefers to call it, the UAP. Uh, Some of the reports date all the way back to the 1980s, and according to the site's founder, John Greenwald Jr., the spy agency, claims this is all of its documents on UAPs. Wow, Uh, that's going to be interesting to download and take a look at. So, we'll get back to that on Chewing the Fat as well. So, that's Space News. Space News on CTF. UAP on CTF. Yeah, whatever. There's plenty of space news coming, and we'll be here for it. Now let's go to the courts, or at least you know the attorneys. There's plenty of stories out there uh, for the courts. You know, uh, when you had the uh, you know the uh, the riots and the uh, capital uh, the capital. Well, they didn't really overthrow it. Did they? they just went in and. Did some stuff and took some stuff, but they didn't really overthrow it. If that was their goal, they missed out on that goal. But uh, the guy who was photographed with Nancy Pelosi's lectern, the Speaker of the House's lectern, he's got a big smile on his face, (laughs) and he's arrested. And his lawyer uh, caught on camera, it was, you know, his lawyer said, well, you know, you have a photograph of our client in a building he was unauthorized to be there with what appears to be a podium or elector and I'm not exactly sure which one it's called but that's what we have he's the lawyer for the suspect Adam Johnson that doesn't go over well uh, that's a big problem for the uh, for the defense attorney there's no question about that he doesn't uh, know how to explain it now you could you know have some sort of mental capacity, I guess, or mob rule capacity. We'll see how that goes. But when your lawyer is not even, uh, yeah, that's a problem. That seems to be a problem then, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, it does. Now, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, as long as we're in attorney news, we know that we have, uh, one of the nominees from, uh, the Biden administration to lead the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division. Uh, already believes that uh melanin endows blacks with greater abilities. So that's good. Kristen Clark, uh she's going to run the justice department's uh, civil rights division and nothing wrong with that, right? Uh she believes that? Right? Sure. Sure, 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 sure. So she believes that uh the melanin endows uh black people with greater mental, physical, and spiritual abilities. Okay. Uh, It's a direct quote from her. So, we've got that to look forward to. We also have Parler suing Amazon asking a federal judge to reinstate service. We'll see how that goes. I do like the idea of at least the lawsuit and at least throwing in front of the courts saying, hey, uh really you're gonna you can't really do this? Uh we'll be interesting to see what the outcome of that is. Congratulations to all the inauguration protesters from uh, way back in uh you know 2016 or you know, 2017. Um they've been acquitted. So that's good uh the government has dropped charges against 129 defendants uh saying uh, prosecutors uh, would focus on defendants against whom they had the strongest evidence so the first trial ended with acquittals for six defendants uh now a second trial for four people in may ended in acquittals uh on most of the charges and a hung jury on the rest Solidarity Day was what won the case, according to the attorneys and the uh, the defendants. They credited, credited a unified defense strategy, uh, persuading the defendants, sometimes over objections of their lawyers, not to accept plea bargains. So, you know, they all wore dark clothes and masks. So... Now they've dropped charges against the last 39 people accused of participating in the violent protest on the day of President Trump's inauguration. So that's good, right? I mean, sure, they were trying to convict uh, more than 190 people, and, you know, it's all over with now, and no one was convicted, right? Right, of course, of course. Now, we also have uh, another uh, attorney, a prominent human rights attorney, who has uh, advertised for years that she is uh, Latina. But uh, she's claimed that she's a Puerto Rican and Colombian heritage for the past decade, uh, Natasha Leica or uh actually a white woman from Georgia. Don't worry about it. She's just been lying about it. She serves as senior counsel At the Latina Justice Puerto Rican Legal Defense and Education Fund. Oh. So. Yeah. Her family arrived in the United States from Ireland, Italy, and Russia. But. You know. She says. I am racially white. And I have always said that. However. My cultural identity was formed as a result of my family both chosen and chosen for me, and that has always been Latinx. My identity is my most authentic expression of who I am and how I pay honor to the people who I have formed, who have formed me since I was a child. Okay. Well, then, don't you worry your little heart about it, then. You okay? That you're Latinx because you identify as wow. Wow. I mean, even the jokes are coming to real life actions now. It's just amazing. And remember the guy that uh, broke into the Capitol. You know, we have the guy with the, uh, <laughs> we have the guy with the lectern, right? And there's pictures of him with the lectern. And we certainly have pictures of uh, homeboy with the horn cap. Uh, Jacob Anthony Chansley, aka Jake and Jelly, uh, he is uh, he is uh, the QAnon shaman. If there is such a thing as if there's really a group as QAnon, I mean I know Twitter believes that they they're saying there is, but I've anyway don't get me started on the, the QAnon. But we'll just for now we'll say absolutely it exists and it's a real thing and it wasn't. It wasn't. It's it's not just a made-up thing. Let's just go with that, okay? Uh, He is a the QAnon shaman or shaman, and he's refused to eat in federal custody unless he's supplied with organic food. I know, I know. He hasn't eaten since Friday. Uh, I mean, how sad? How sad are you that he's being treated this horrifically in jail? Well. Uh, He's going to be fed an organic diet while in custody as he faces uh, charges in the connection with the riot at the U.S. Capitol. Um, He gets physically sick if he doesn't eat uh, organic food. And apparently after his attorney has said uh, told the court he needs a shaman diet um, he's going to be given organic food. So that's good news. I mean you can't you can't be expected to be Arrested in jail as a shaman and not have organic food brought to you. Right? Right. All right, let's go to the break room. I desperately need some non organic. Cold drink is what I need. Oh, it's definitely non-organic, but it's cold and it's good. Oh my gosh! So I watched the first edition, the first segment of Tiger on HBO brought to you and it's hbo sports it's like an hour and a half long and it's just the beginning the setup of tiger and what got him to the uh you know to the to the cheating world and to his uh his behind the tiger facade world Uh, we're gonna get to that obviously in episode two they make you sit through you know the whole the whole episode one it's a two-part thing i can't wait now for number two which comes out next sunday um it uh it's really good and it you know it I mean, obviously it talks about the be- the very beginnings with his dad and how he's a little kid and his dad you know made it happen and set it up and it, you know his dad believed that he was going to be this the great savior and, uh, then it gets into how during the time that he was being trained by his dad out on the golf course and his dad's buddy, how they were busy chasing skirts. And his dad always had a, uh, uh <laughs> a little Winnebago and they would always, he would always be cheating on his mom and tiger went all through that. And the buddy actually apologizes to tiger, uh, Anyway, I you know I'm I'm oh my gosh, am I spoiling it for you, spoiler alert? Oh no, I'm sorry. So never mind. none of that that I just said happened. All right, never <laughs> But Rachel shows up, she's gonna be in part two, and we're gonna find out all the all the tawdry details coming up now. I know that Rachel uh says she suffered from a love addiction in her relationship with Tiger. And she wanted, to, uh, she wanted to be part of this because she believed that the media had turned her into a caricature. Yeah. But all the rest, I mean, we're going to find out. I mean, Tiger was on top of the world. And, I mean, he was just this god, right? And all of this, I mean, the, the front of Tiger was perfect, but we're gonna find out in this next, in this next go around, what wasn't perfect behind the scenes, HBO Sports Tiger. So according to Rachel, she was not a mistress, and she was in a real relationship. And I want people to leave me alone about it. Okay, all right, you got it. I can't wait, man. I'm telling you, it was really good. If you have an opportunity to catch it, get to it, Tiger. Uh, on HBO really really good speaking of HBO I see where they're talking about making a reboot of Sex and the City uh, no thank you no thank you I did see an article in uh, the New York Post from Johnny Uh Olenski uh, he's one of their entertainment writers and he was saying please stop and he's 100% right uh, we love Sex and the City I know, I was forced to like it, and I still do, okay? But we like it because it represents a certain time and space in New York, right? It was a groundbreaking show, we loved the characters, it was, uh, what you know, no more, no more. I mean, the movies were enough to drag you down into the mud a little bit, but we don't need a reboot, holy cow. And thankfully, other shows, you know, he mentions in this article about Seinfeld and The Odd Couple, and no, no, even even Seinfeld knows, no, he can't do it. Okay, don't do it. You live on the the show is there. There's the show. That's what you have. So I guess they're doing the reboot. It's going to be without what's her face. You know, Kim Cattrall. She's not coming back. Uh, so you get uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. You get Cynthia Nixon, and you get Kristen Davis. I mean, are they all hurting for that much money? They got to do this? Really? No, no, thank you. No, please, no. Hey, if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, uh, why? Don't answer that. Just become a subscriber, okay? Choose a platform of your choice. There's a plethora of platforms out there that can warm the little cockles of your heart. And just become a subscriber. And no one wants likes freeloaders. okay? So if you're listening to this now and you're not a subscriber, that's what you are really. you're a freeloader. nobody likes freeloaders. Now, if you subscribe to the podcast, which I know is free, you then become you know, you then become a, a, a freeloading subscriber, and that's good. Everybody loves that. Everybody loves to be a, be and be around freeloading subscribers. They just don't like being around freeloaders so don't be a freeloader be a freeloading subscriber and subscribe to chewing the fat podcast choose whatever platform you want iTunes iHeartRadio Stitcher Spotify whatever whatever warms the little cockles of your heart and there's plenty of them out there and just subscribe to the podcast okay and then you can subscribe to you know the YouTube channel chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher and you can subscribe to the social media accounts yes they still exist I know, I know. They still exist. Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio still exist. Uh, Jeffy JFR on Twitter still exists. I know, I know. It's a big surprise. And uh, even the Parlor, Jeff Fisher Radio still exists, but Parlor, uh, I guess, still exists. And we talked a little bit earlier about how they're suing Amazon, and they're busy trying to find, uh, you know, a new uh, server company so we'll see if that works out for them but i mean jeff fisher radio on parlor still exists it's the parlor thing that i'm a little i'm a little worried about but you know we'll see when it pops back up you can hop back on parlor too um and now's a good time really you know what makes it good that this podcast is free is subscribers to blaze tv now, if you want to become a subscriber to Blaze TV, you can go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y, and use the promo code Jeffy. That'll get you uh, some kind of discount. Uh, I looked, well, let me look again right now. Yeah, so uh, blazetv.com slash Jeffy, you'll get uh, $10 off a year's annual pass. However, if you use blazetv.com slash Glenn, G L E N N, that gets you thirty dollars off. Okay, Mr. Big Shot. Uh Mr. Big Shot getting you thirty bucks off. You don't have to do that. You could go to blaze TV dot com slash Jeffy and get the ten dollar discount. You could do that. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. But, you know so you're probably smarter than that and you would go to blaze T V dot com slash Glen and get the thirty dollars off. But you don't have to do that. And remember, I told you. Oh my gosh. Oh, I I told you yesterday about the Vogue magazine cover with Kamala Harris and her people. And there is no way that it's true. And yet the headlines are out there. Her team goes to war with Vogue. They're saying they were they were uh, you know they were surprised that uh, Vogue did that. And Vogue is changing the cover now. And. I'm telling you what, there is no way that that is true. There's no way. There's no way that a cover, I'm sorry, I just, I don't believe that a cover of a magazine with Kamala Harris, the then vice president-elect, and now, you know, for sure, going to be the vice president of the United States, uh, there's no way they don't, they don't okay that. I'm sorry. I just, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. All right, a couple of uh, horrific stories that are now coming to a little bit of fruition, which I'm happy about. Um, The Hallie Deegan, the NASCAR driver, another California native, she competes for Ford Racing Development in mostly lower-level NASCAR series. So she was doing a virtual race over the weekend, and she's 19. Her car was bumped in iRacing which is a you know the racing simulation that is sometimes broadcast live by the professional racers and she used a word a slang word that I cannot believe she they're letting her live <laughs> <laughs> so I I would love I don't have the audio I, have, I should have looked for the audio but uh maybe I will it's so good uh, she was doing this virtual race and the guy bumped her and she called her opponent and this is her, not me, okay? This is not me, a retard. I know, I know. <laughs> and of course, uh, you cannot say that in today's world, man. Do not use the word retard. Don't do it. Don't joke around about it. Don't do any of it. So she's apologized. Of course. She said it was an inappropriate slang and a stupid thing to do. I apologize to everyone who was offended by it. Oh my gosh. I just want to explode. Uh, There's no excuse for it. And I know I have to do better for my sponsors and my fans. So yeah. Yeah, you do, baby. So she has got to complete sensitivity training before the 2021 season begins in February. I don't know how long the sensitivity training is, but she better get on it, okay? She better get on it because uh don't forget the other guy, uh Kyle Larson was uh suspended and definitely I think he's back now for using a racial slur on uh, on one of his fellow drivers. Uh, yeah, he's been reinstated, right. I am not a big NASCAR insider, so I, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little behind on my NASCAR news, but I cannot believe that she's in trouble for, well, you know what? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. She's in trouble and she's got, you know, money and sponsors and she's a rising star. And now she's going to be remembered as, you know, the NASCAR driver that, was racing and having fun with the racing, and now she called somebody uh, live on the air a retard. Again, her word, uh, not mine. Also, uh, Mike Milbury, you remember, he got into trouble over the NHL uh, broadcast. Uh, I mean, that was months ago, right? I mean, an NHL championship series as they were... Anyway, uh, you know, the Stanley cup, I got it. Uh, he, this is what a horrible thing he said. <laughs> I could not believe, you know what? And yes, I can. Yes, I can. Uh, so I mean, after the play by play band, John Forslund said, if you think about it, the bubble, and remember they were playing up in, uh, uh, one of the silly Canadian towns. Sorry, Canada. And uh, they were all all playing in a bubble. There were no fans there. We were all watching the Stanley Cup, Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, baby. Uh, So the play-by-play announcer says, uh, if you think about it, the bubble is a terrific environment with regard to if you enjoy playing and enjoy being with your teammates for long periods of time, it's a perfect place. Milbury replied, and this is horrific, and you may want to... I mean, I don't know if you want your kids to hear it or not, so... I'll give you a warning. It was, you know, this is what he, this is what he said. Okay. This is what Mike said during the NHL playoff game. Not even any women here to disrupt your concentration. I know. I know. (laughs) The horror. The horror. I mean, are you freaking kidding me? So the next day, the NHL obviously issued a statement criticizing Milbury's remarks, saying the league condemns the insensitive and insulting comment that Mike Milbury made during last night's broadcast and we have communicated our feelings to NBC. The comment did not reflect the NHL's values and commitment to making our game more inclusive and welcoming to all. At the time, NBC Sports said it was disappointed about Mike's insensitive comment and have addressed it with him. And they've addressed it so much he didn't announce another game another postseason game, but you know they they did uh they did address it with him. He also issued of course an apology. I sincerely apologize for making the comment. It was not my intention to disrespect anyone. I was trying to be irreverent and it took a step too far. It was a regrettable mistake that I take seriously. Are you kidding me? Remember, I mean, never bend the knee. It's never enough. It's never enough. Never. But uh, NBC, of course, you know, grateful for his 14 years working with the company, uh, released this statement. We're grateful to Mike and all his contributions to our coverage of for 14 years. He will not be returning to our NHL announced team. We wish him well. Oh, that's nice. For after 14 years, that that's beautiful. That makes you feel like you were really part of the team. Doesn't it? I know. That makes it feel like you were really part of the team. When you can work somewhere for 14 years and get a... We're grateful to Mike for all his contributions to our coverage for 14 years. Uh, but he will not be returning to our NHL announced team. We wish him well. Oh, that's nice of him. That really is, especially, I mean, especially when he said the horrific, not even any women here to disrupt your concentration, the horror of that statement alone. I mean, just, we are in, we are in very, very, to say the least, strange time. (laughs) What we were just talking about i mean the strange times of wearing a mask not wearing a mask the mask karens the mask uh the mask bandits it's just incredible to me uh remember we have the we had the largo teacher largo florida my old stomping grounds in florida i love it Tampa, part of tampa bay greater tampa bay uh a largo teacher faces child abuse charges after allegedly okay allegedly Uh, spraying children with disinfectant wow okay so she's accused of abusing these four children Uh, you know uh, okay Uh, they wouldn't wear their masks properly so she then decided that she was going to spray them with aerosol disinfectant into the path of their faces and bodies so it doesn't look like she just went right up to their faces (laughs) and sprayed them in the face she was spraying it in front of them as they walked through it i mean that's a little bit different than just blasting it in their faces so that might be the difference in her you know going to jail and just losing her teaching license but this mask thing man i cannot believe it is still going on and it is just incredible I know, I wear a mask when I go to places, I get it, they want me to wear it, but there are places where you think, I mean, I almost got into a fight with a nurse, so I take my father-in-law, I haven't talked about this, I take my father-in-law to a doctor's appointment and he sees uh, the same doctor that I see as the general doc, okay, and this was just a checkup for him, so I take him and, you know, it's good to see my doc and I like him and we've become friends, and it used to be his office but now he sold it so he works for you know this company now um you know whatever he sold out for money what a joke so he sold his you know he got tired of being the boss and trying to make money and get screwed from the government and medicaid so he sold it sold his practice to this company and now he just works as a doctor for the practice and uh so we go in and the last time i was there I went in and they make you. They when you walk into the office, you don't even have to bring a mask because they want you to wear one of the masks that they provide, and they give you the they give you the test. The you know the they want to check your temperature and they give you the mask that they provide, and then you can go in and you can you know they want you wearing your mask, and so you know I do. But then once I get back into the room where it's just you know the doc and me, I I take my mask off. Big deal. We're fine. I'm not sick okay i don't have covid i still have a little bit of this pleurisy thing happening from uh you know a month ago or you know less than a month ago but um, i may still have that thing going on but i don't have covid and that's whatever we're all scared about is covid 19 right so and, and look the doc is he doesn't care he's got his mask on and he knows that he knows he knows so the nurse his nurse comes in because he just had shoulder surgery so he's got to have his helper nurse which is fine i get it but the helper nurse is the one that's a karen mask and she says uh, you know we have to wear your mask and i went yeah yeah, yeah i got it on i got it i got it because it's right there i was wearing it i'm not and so they come in the doc and i are talking and my father-in-law and he are talking obviously you know it's the you know they're there for him and the nurse all of a sudden out of nowhere says sir Would you please put your mask on? And I was like, I looked at her and I was like, I'm not sick. It's okay. You just tested me out in the lobby for temperature. You gave me a mask, which I wore to this room. We're fine. And I was all, I mean, I was ready to get into it with her. And, you know. The doc, uh, you know, was now my friend, and just, you know, he he looks at me and he says, "Jeff, don't, just put it on, just put it on, okay? Just put it on." He looked at her and you know gave her the, you know, zip it hand, and he Jeff just put it on and shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry. I, I put it on and I just looked at him Like if it was anyone, but you, I wouldn't be doing this. And I looked back at that nurse and I was like, I, oh, I just wanted to fight with her, but I didn't see, I'm a nice guy, right? Thank you. Stream and subscribe to more blaze media content at the blaze.com slash podcasts. So I got an email update from Nick uh to chewing the fat at the which those of you listening are subscribers to the show. Thank you so much for subscribing to Chewing the Fat. And thank you to those listening, obviously here in the United States of America, but Canada, the United Kingdom, Australia, Italy, Germany, the Netherlands, Japan, Mexico, Brazil. Yeah, that's right. Chewing the fat sees you. Okay? <laughs> and I just want to say Thank you. I appreciate it very much. It means means a lot to me. And be sure that you, you know, follow the rules when asked what you're listening to. Thank you. Uh, you know what the rule is if you're already a subscriber to Chewing the Fat. Uh, Nick, remember we talked about his email uh, on, sometime last week about uh, his wife getting into a fight with the librarian over a mask for her two-year-old, another mask story, which is agonizing. And so I was questioning, why are you paying the library? I mean, taxes are high enough in Pennsylvania. And, you know, I'm, I'm well aware of, uh, you know, the free stuff you, the free uh, stuff that you get in pennsylvania because your taxes are so high well he reminds me that they pay extra so that they can use the printer uh use research areas for homeschool, and it's about i don't know 30 or 40 bucks a year something like that whatever they're charging you at the libraries but th- if you're paying extra for that uh the librarian should know the rules and the rules are you know if you're a two-year-old you don't need a on, but it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter just like we've talked about from the very beginning with all of these places that say you don't have to wear a mask if you're you know you have a doctor's note if you're if you have if you have some sort of medical condition you don't have to wear it well they don't mean that they don't what they mean is you wear a freaking mask and if you don't wear a mask you don't get to come in here that's what they mean i know i know but that's just It's just the way it is. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, Nick uh, was happy to give us, uh, you know, an update on why he was paying extra uh, at the library. And, uh, you know, good, good. I mean, uh, good. And yet they're not letting them back in until, you know, this is over and we'll give you a couple of, will, will will you help out? Will you? Well, it'll be too late then, freaking douches. Anyway, ooh, did I say that out loud? No, no. Oh, no, boy, it's a good thing I didn't pull a NASCAR driver. Uh, my, ma- <laughs> my main lady, Reem e. El-Hashimi, is back emailing me. I know, I know. I, I mean, it's been quite some time since I've heard from Reem. But last night, or early morning, I got three emails from Reem. At 2.13 a.m., At 2:38 a.m. and at 2:51 a.m., I got uh, the same email from Reem, wishing me a happy new year. And Reem, you know, is reminding me. And the email, I think, it looks like the same email that I received from Reem before. And it also looks like the same email uh, in all three emails that were emailed last night. So it says, "Hello, my name is Reem E. Al Hashimi." Which, I mean, I love Reem. She's on the fan. I'm writing you to stand as my partner to receive my share of gratification from foreign companies whom I helped during the bidding exercise towards the Dubai World Cup Expo 2020 committee, which is now postponed to 2021 am a woman and serving as a minister there is a limit to my personal income and investment level and for this reason I cannot receive such a huge sum back in my country or my personal account so an agreement was reached with foreign companies to direct the gratifications to an open beneficiary account with a financial institution where it will be possible for me to instruct further transfer of the fund to a third party account for investment purpose which is the reason I contact you to receive the fund as my partner for investment in your country. The amount is valued at 47,745,533 euros with a financial institution waiting my instruction for further transfer to a destination account as soon as I have your information indicating interest to receive and invest the fund. I will compensate you with 30% Thirty percent of the total amount, and you will also get benefit from the investment. If you can handle the fund in a good investment, reply on this email only. Oh, they, she Reem gives me another email address to reply back to. Regards, Ms. Reem. So you know, I replied, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm I need the cash, and. uh I didn't reply I'm not replying to (laughs) Reem I want to I want to bad but no to catch Alabama's win last night for the national championship I know it was a great game Uh, you knew it was going to happen it was nice to see Uh, it was nice to see because I'm not a you know I was happy that Ohio State got beat okay that's why that's why it was nice to see So they beat Ohio State 52-24. to Devontae Smith, I mean, that guy is awesome, right? I mean, he played the first half, and a little bit of the second half hurt his fingers. And he's still, you know, MVP. still, you know, I don't know, three touchdowns in the first half. And, you know, just amazing player, of course. Really, he's the Heisman Trophy winner? Yeah, I know. Amazing. The whole team was uh, one of the best offenses in Alabama history probably college history. I mean, it was up against LSU's team last year, right? I mean, with Joe Burrow. Incredible. And uh, anyway, congratulations to Alabama for winning the national championship. Number seven for Nick Saban. Wow. Just uh, amazing. Oh, and did you see where Bill Belichick, head coach of the New England Patriots, turns down the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Now... He didn't ever say that it was because of Trump. What he did say, I mean, he's not going to get into a fight with his team, right? His players, oh my gosh, no way has he taken that. His players will not abide. I mean, he said uh, he was recently offered the opportunity to receive the Medal of Freedom and was flattered by out of respect for what the honor represents and admiration for prior recipients. Um. Subsequently, the tragic events of last week occurred and the decision has been made not to move forward with the award. Above all, I'm an American citizen with great reverence for our nation's values, freedom, and democracy. I know. I know I also represent my family and the New England Patriots team. And, yeah, that's uh, that's the problem right there, right? <laughs> yes. There's no way that he's uh, he's declining the honor because of, uh, you know, him and Trump are pals. They're pals. So, I mean, I, you know, just all the problems it would cause. There's no way he's going to take it. And I thought for sure it was kind of strange that he was going to take it anyway, but obviously he did not, which uh, was a good move. Another good move was uh, Cuomo, Not going to the Bills game. Did you see that? I know. I thought for sure he would. He's such a douche. I thought Governor Cuomo would go. He okayed for the 6,700 fans to go. Remember, we talked about that. We talked about how they had signed uh, a big uh, to do saying don't show up. And, uh, you know, I told them, hey, you know, don't go if he goes, which, you know, isn't going to happen, obviously. But every time they show him or he's there, you know, boo his butt, make him feel bad about going. But he didn't go. Uh, It was a good move. He gave his ticket to a nurse. And, uh, you know, he's busy. I got things to do. I'm giving it... uh, I'm going to give my bills ticket to a nurse as a way of saying thank you and honoring all healthcare heroes. Uh, I just, you know, I can't go this weekend. I want to really bad, but, uh, you know, I just can't. Holy cow. That was a good move on his part because... It was a way for him to get out of it and not be booed, not be talked about bad, not be just opening up the stadiums because he wanted to go. I mean, that was a good move on his part. And I hate to say that because he is such, such a douche. Just a huge douche. But that was a good move on his part. doesn't change the fact that he's a douche, but it's a good move on his part. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh,